Today, I am happy to present a particularly special audio recording. Throughout time, there have been many people, such as myself, who have excelled at the medium of the radio play, but have, perhaps, and I'm not saying this necessarily is true of myself, struggled in other avenues. Perhaps some of us have never hit a skied. Perhaps some of us have never made a particularly speedy vehicle for, say, the Pinewood Derby, maybe. Perhaps some of us, on account of our tardiness, have never received a participation trophy. And even some of us, due to what I am told is a genetic abnormality, were never able to stand. Yes, for some, it's just canned green beans and slaw. No chicken. Today, however, all that changes. Because today, we ride history. And as we know, it is this that makes us winners. I wrote history, so I win. That's right. How does that feel, everybody from my past? How does it feel knowing I finally won something? Anyway, the tale that follows is much like an epic. Like a Bible that has been placed upon the ebony bookshelf in the reading room. But due to an almost imperceptible amount of seismic activity, but believe me, I can hear it. I know that you're walking around in my reading room. It has shifted from its upright position to appear just a little bit slanted. Good morning, your holiness. I'm so sorry you forgot to clock in. To <laughs> think, I'm the golden pope and I still have to clock in. What has the world come to? A travesty indeed, liege. Now, don't get any ideas, lad. I'm living the dream. This is cushy. It was getting this position that was the hard part. Unlike a salmon which gets to just peacefully swim its way upstream, I had to kill and thieve my way up the waterfall of the Papacy. Anyway, who's on the chopping block today? May I bring them in? 
Yes, one at a time. And, if you please, a bushel of grapes, which I may suck from the vine as I deliver sentences. It's 8.30 in the morning, and I've not yet breaked fast. Lionel Wallaby took the Lord's name in vain upon the snubbing of a toe. I see. No good. Punishment. Hmm. Hang him upside down and skin him alive. Oh, God! Oh, God, no! <laughs> Next! Thornton of Avalon, single father. Very noble. Yes, but he permitted his child to cry on a full-booked barge traveling to the New World. Mm, not very noble. Annoying, in fact. Punishment. Um, starve him to death. Then hang him upside down and skin him alive. Oh, but my children! My... Next! Lawrence. No last name list. Crime? Murder. Witnesses galore. No doubt he did it. Hmm. Yes. See, this is a tricky one, isn't it? Yes, you're nodding. I see you agree. Christ may have gone ahead and died for our sins, but I must still punish those who transgress on this mortal plane. What a difficult... Punishment. Uh, let me mull this one over for a moment. Um... Hang him upside down and skin him alive? Wait! Please, wait! How long? I ask for but a minute, your holiness. Uh, yeah. uh, yes, okay, I suppose a minute I can do. Uh, sir, another bushel of grapes. Red this time. Uh, you had red last time. Yes, but I wish for red once more. Uh, Lawrence, what do you have to say for yourself? Your Holiness, your most striking grace, before I die, per chapinstance, allow me to praise you one last time. Go on. Never has this fine kingdom seen a pope of such magnanimous power, such divine right, such... Girth. Mm-hmm. Go on. Never has this fine kingdom seen a pope with such cold indifference to his people, with such ruthless warmongering tendencies, with such determination. Oh, say something about my bloody rise to the top. Most certainly. Never has this fine kingdom seen a pope with such an unnecessarily bloody rise to the top, with such pillowy lips, such fine curls, and an immaculate cantalupe-shaped figure. My boy! Oh, you're a poet! Bravo, bravo! In my eyes, you are acquitted. In the eyes of God, you are absorbed, but the beady, nosy eyes of countless witnesses still saw you stab a man in the heart. So, there's not much myself and the big man upstairs can do, unfortunately. Perhaps a lighter punishment, sir. Ah! Now there's an idea. And a clever one. That we can work with. So, we'll hang him upright and skin him alive? No, no. Let me think. I'm better at that. 
thinking, hmm, think, think, brain. Not enough food to power this thing. Oh, I've got it! How would you like to be a crusader? Uh, I don't know. I get seasick rather easily. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, not an aid on a cruise ship. A crusader. But I thought the Crusades were over. Over? They'll be over when I'm dead. Here's the deal. You've converted almost everyone in the countryside to Christianity, except, that is, for this persnickety little witch living in the Shobodiglione forest. A witch? Yes. She lives in this pesky little gingerbread house. Witch? Gingerbread house? Hmm. The only one. Make her Christian, and your crime will be forgiven. And I'll finally get my Holy Nation Boy Scout badge. <laughs> Off you go, adventure awaits. Ah, there it is. Right at the top of this steep and treacherous cliff face. This third attempt, I'll surely get to the top without falling back down to the bottom. Finally, these difficulties shall come to an end. I've torn my pants in bramble patches, succumbed to dysentery. I've lost a shoe, nearly succumbed to consumption. I ate my other shoe. I've been bitten by countless wolves and a mosquito, and I'm a bit sunburned. But I did it! Woo! Hello! Open up. It's the Crusades. Hello? A crusader? Yes! My name is Lawrence. I come on behalf of Pope Urban I.I. What luck. My family was just about to have dinner and our youngest son just died of consumption. You can join us in his stead, perhaps say grace. A family? But I'm looking for a witch, not a family. Do witches not reside in this gingerbread house? Oh my goodness, oh no. There's no witches here at all. Just myself and my pious Christian family. Look, on the door. A cross made of gumdrops, and we're all still virgins. But this is the gingerbread house. It's a gingerbread house, yes, but apparently not your gingerbread house. Perhaps, however, we can help a fellow Christian. These witches, uh, what do they look like? I don't know. Green, probably. Ah, I know exactly the place you're looking for. It's two days west of here. Two whole days?! I know what you're thinking, but just because this witch also lives in a gingerbread house doesn't mean it's close to ours. Two people can independently have the same great idea, you know. This is such a holy pain! Almighty Egads! The second gingerbread home is just beyond that thicket! Another journey as difficult as the first one, only made worse by the fact that I forgot to ask for water at the first gingerbread house. And now I have even less clothes and even more wolf bites. 
No mosquitoes this time, so thank God. That was really the worst part. They get so itchy. Who goes there? No, it is I, a crusader. And what is it you want, boy? I have come to make a request on behalf of Pope Urban I.I., you ugly green thing. Oh no, you can still see all the ugly. I was hoping the green would cover it up. <sighs> Why don't you come in and tell me exactly what this intrusion is all about? Well, it's more of an inquisition, really. Say, you have quite a collection of small clocks in here. Indeed. I'm a watch witch. Father Time is to me like what God is to you. It is through him I receive my magical abilities. And clocks somehow help with that? Well, they store time, don't they? Honestly, I've never opened one up, so I wouldn't know. What demands does the Pope have of me? Well, I've come to your door as you are the last in Sherwood Iglione Forest who is still a pagan. My holy duty is to convert your belief system to Christianity. Oh, but I don't want to be Christian. If I were a Christian, Father Time would cease granting me my powers, and I would have to resign from my position as a witch. Well, if you weren't a witch, you could come live in Rome or Florence or a number of other proper Italian domestic tourist destinations. How about you just go tell the Pope he can suck it? No, no, I couldn't. He's too busy sucking grapes to suck anything else. Can I be frank with you? If you must. Well, I really don't care whether you're Christian or anything else for that matter. Personally, I think I'm a pretty progressive guy, like hundreds of years ahead of my time. But the truth is, if I can't convert you, the Pope will hang me upside down and skin me alive. If I can't convert you, my fate is death. I ask only for your help so that my life is spared. Well, perhaps we can come to some sort of uh, an agreement. Of course, anything. I would literally do anything at all rather than get skinned alive. As you can tell, I have a rather extensive watch collection. I have watches from almost every city in the world, except for one, Venice. There was a watchmaker there who had made something special that could sway me to your cause. The only thing is that someone else could get to it before you do. Not on my watch. Watch which? Now for which rich witch wristwatch do you wish? Shylock's masterpiece, made by the Venetian master himself. His son owns the place now, so you'll have to bargain with him. If I had that, I could die happy, and even Christian. Consider it done. Very good. All right, we will see you soon. Okay, get after it.
And so continues Lawrence's grand adventure through the famously treacherous Italian countryside, filled with mob men and men on their own, and food so fatty heart disease strikes like lightning. How about that? Biblical, isn't it? And we even cut out all that stuff where an old man goes around naming wells. Look it up. Most of Genesis. Throw a flood in there and let a few millennia pass and by. And when some schmucks find this text, it will serve as the foundation for their entire culture. That's right. My show will result in a civilization arising from the very dirt like Adam and I like God have taken the top of the dirt and forged this story a country a people with sciences and foods and operas and they will all be my friends mark my words for I swear it now, they will be my friends, all of them, and they will prostrate themselves and worship me, much as good friends worship one another. Yes! All right, so Lawrence reaches Venice. Okay, let me adjust my little pinched nest here. No, no, I absolutely cannot pawn this off of you. This is a sundial. If I bought a sundial into my late father's watch shop, he'd no doubt rise up from the dead and deliver quite the unholy spanking. All right, he'll, he'll take a pound of flesh from my bottom. I'll tell you that. And that's a risk I just cannot justify. They're million... Son of Shylock. Speaking. Is this a bad time? Not at all, little one. At a watch shop such as this, the only time is Central European Standard Time. And who am I speaking to? Lawrence of the Holy Crusades. I know I don't look it with the overgrown beard, tattered loincloth, and aura of flies, but I am indeed a crusader. It takes a lot longer than you'd think to travel from Sherwood Iglioni Forest to Venice by foot. Also, your fine Venetian canals are riddled with wolves. Well, I'm sorry for your hardships. Are you trading something in like this mute standing next to me? Or are you buying new? Buying new? Why is the mute shaking his head? I don't think he believes you appear wealthy enough to purchase new. And why is he making those obscene gestures at me now? Is that the fig? Apologies. He is a very rude mute. To the matter at hand, what is it you need? 
I'm after Shylock's masterpiece. Shylock's masterpiece? But that's the name of my father's masterpiece. By Hashem, what are you going to trade me for it? A kingdom? I should have expected the mute laughs in silence as well. I request it on behalf of the witch of Sherwood Iglione Forest, though I wasn't actually informed about how payment would work. Well, I'm sorry to say, but if neither you or the witch can afford it, I'll be unable to part with the watch. Vermilion, I'm sure you and the witch can come to some sort of financial agreement. All I ask is that you allow me to take the watch to her. Mute, keep your clothes on. No, little crusader. I'm afraid I shan't be swayed. I beg of you, please, you don't understand. My life is on the line. If I don't get the witch her watch, then she won't convert to Christianity, and the Pope will skin me alive. Like a kid. Goodness gracious, well... I don't want blood on my hands. Perhaps we can come to some sort of agreement. Anything. On the outskirts of Venice, in the hills, there lies an encampment of barbarian dwarves. Dwarf barbarians. They're small, they're bloodthirsty, and they have access to one of the largest mineral export facilities in Italy. It's an absolute gold mine. If you can visit them on my behalf and get their permission for me to extract gold at their facility. I'll give you the watch, which you can take to the witch, so she'll convert, and the Pope spares you. Fantastic. I can negotiate. That's easy. Stop firing arrows at me. I just have a question. Ladies and gentlemen, hold your fire. Who goes there? It is I, the Dwarfarian King. It is but I, a humble crusader, seeking to speak to you for about a moment. Well, come out of the bushes then. Okay. My god, are you a dwarf too? No, I'm just short. Mostly I'm just tired. Everything is so far away from everything else in this country and the wildlife is so mean. I come on behalf of Vermilion of Venice, son of Shylock. He wants to use your mind. If he can, he'll give me a watch which I can give to a witch and she'll convert to Christianity and the Pope won't kill me. Please, I don't want to die. Just let the guy have some gold. Normally we'd got all blind William Tell on you and fill you with arrows, traveler. But seeing as you're a dwarf as well... Not a dwarf! We can perhaps come to an arrangement. Go on! Our encampment has been running severely low on rations recently. It is difficult 
to mine when your miners have rumbly tummies. If you can drop into Genoa and procure sufficient amount of rations, Vermilion may mine here. Great! All right! What do you need? Bread, milk, and eggs. Finally, a simple task. Anywho, so all I need, grocery store man, is some bread, milk, and eggs for the dwarf barians, so they will let Vermilion mine his gold, so he'll give me his father's watch, and the witch will become Christian, and I won't die. This is a very understandable plight, Mr. Lawrence, and I'd love to help you. Alas, uh, your supply is quite a lot to part with for any amount of money, uh, especially for a poor grocery store clerk like me. Uh, but if you can get the German highwayman from off of my trade route, I, I will give you the supply. You've got to be kidding me. Yes, Lawrence Shaw, I get it. You have needs. We order. Tell you what. We stop robbing the Genoese grocery clerk's trade routes if you can get rid of that pesky dragon that keeps attacking our men. He lives on that mountain over there. The Matterhorn. Oh, Lawrence, I would love to stop killing German highwaymen, but I've just been so down in the dumps recently, and it's my only outlet. You see... I'm a very lonesome dragon. Perhaps if you could find me a wife of some sort, I would stop all my terrorizing. A princess would be ideal. In fact, I've always had a big fat crush on Guinevere of France. <laughs> She's almost as hot as my breath. Can you, can you please, please, please make that happen, Lawrence? Pretty please. <laughs> No way, no how, I'm not marrying no dragon. Are you kidding me? That's bestiality. I don't care if it talks, I'm not doing it. Unless, that is, you help me with something. If you can convince my mother and father to put me in their will, I'll do it. Another quiet morning in Vatican City. No, oh, the air is fresh, the birds are chirping, the sun is shining, nothing gets better than this. I wonder how long it's been since I last checked my calendar. Five years? My goodness gracious, time flies when you're having fun. And boy is being Pope fun. No name, sir. Yes, your holiness. It's almost 8.30. I would love to start my feast of grapes, if you don't mind. Do you know how many people I have to sentence to death today? I'm not sure, your holiness. I'm not sure either, and that's why I love it so much. Can't wait to find out. I'm sorry to say, your holiness, but the visitor has arrived and he demands to speak to you. He's ragged and missing an arm like a leper, but he claims he's a crusader. A crusader, you say? Well, let him in. I can take a quick appointment before the day begins, I suppose. Your holiness! Good morning, dirty dwarf man! Pardon my appearance, your eminence, but I am Lawrence, the crusader you dispatched five years ago. I have raised kingdoms. I have led armies. 
I've visited the new world. I've filed numerous people's taxes, raked leaves, babysat all kinds of rowdy children. But most importantly, sir, I have finally converted the Watch Witch of Sherwood Iglione Forest into a pious Christian green witch. Oh, wow, quite the resume. So, what is it you want? Pardon? What, what, what do you want me to do with this information? Do I get my freedom? What? Uh, look, to be completely honest, I have no idea who you are and what you're talking about. And in the end, my faith has been nourished by my hardships. For, like the Christ, I have wandered forty days in the desert. Beat the devil, beat a tax collector, converted water into my own blood. Fed a thousand with one fish. I still haven't drank any water, though. Okay, well, great work. I don't have time for this. Please get out of here. Well, there you have it, listeners. Another triumph. A surprise to no one who has any inkling of awareness for the quality of this program. I'm sure printouts of this piece will find their place on copper plates stored in the desert, only to be found by those brave enough to uncover the truth. They will sit comfortably at the ends of pews and churches of all denominations nationwide. Anyway, join us next week for a story about a little boy who's been the top, which transports him to a future where he is a king and his life is filled with company and well-spent evenings and people love to read the scripts he writes and the writer's room he works with doesn't have any notes because what he writes is so good and so he can keep them as friends instead of firing them. And they come year after year to a Christmas party, Hanukkah gathering, Easter feast, my birthday. I have to turn them away at the door. I say, I don't have enough chairs for all of you. But what's this? They lift car seat after car seat from their Volkswagen Beetles, stacking them like a theater before my fireplace. And who's there, making hand puppets, as beautiful as the real things, more beautiful than God's own birds, my hands. It's me, the boy king, who never grew old. And all my friends, houses and houses of my friends, Still a star. My mother's association with Booster. Ah, from the crab cakes of my boyhood. <laughs>